Hey there. The fine folks over at Dork Trek being me, Ben, Jenny, and Dennis are running a fantastic giveaway on the Patreon. That's right. If you are a Patreon supporter of Dork Trek, you, yes, you can win the Star Trek The Next Generation interactive VCR board game. That's right. We're giving it away to Patreons of the podcast. It's unopened, so it could be worth something. Who knows? All I know is my wife doesn't want it in my house anymore, and I have to get rid of it. So we are giving it to you, the fine Patreons of Door Trek. Not a Patreon? Not a supporter of the pod? Go to patreon.com. Um, search Dork Trek and you, yes, you can support the pod today for as little as $1, and it would be greatly appreciated. And if you want to win something, Now's your chance. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. And then we've been joined by Benjamin and Jenny Zell. Hello. What's up? How was Ringo? It was it was fun. It was very peace fun. and love. Was there much peace and love? There was, very much. And what it did was, he? It was a weird thing, like because he's only got like five songs. Yeah. And he sang all but uh, Octopus's Garden. He didn't sing Octopus's Garden. No. That's like, weird. We expected it to be like the encore or something. He sings um, with a little help from my friends at the end, and uh-huh. then the lights come on, and everybody fucking just takes off it was like roaches scattering the <laughs> all right we got what we wanted all right see you yeah. later <laughs> i i didn't understand that was the weirdest thing for me was that they just kind of just ended there was no encore there's nothing like you couldn't even get the chance to like cheer them on and get them to come back out they that's just, weird it was done were there done. were you guys basically the youngest people there uh Haley really? definitely was yeah. well yeah yeah <laughs> now like okay did did ringo play kansas city Nope. What? I, I don't like, know any Ringo Starr songs. I mean, Ringo does Kansas City. Ringo does. Did he said "Don't pass"? Did you "Don't pass me by"? Yeah, he did that uh, one. That's one of my. That's one of my favorite Beatles songs. He if did, I can be uh, completely honest. Uh, Matchbox. Um, oh shit! Uh, Act naturally. I love Act naturally. A little help from my friends. Other, yeah, a little help from my friends, and like one other song, and then he did a couple of his solo songs. But what was weird for me was that, like, I mean, I kind of expected it because Ringo doesn't really have a whole lot of hit tunes with the Beatles or even solo. Yeah. So, like, he's got his all-star band there, and it's, like, a bunch of old other old man rockers, and they were playing, like, stuff out of their... Oh, that's cool. All right. That's pretty you neat. Know? So, like, there was, like, three Santana songs and two uh, Toto songs. Oh, yeah, come over. Yeah. That's nice. awesome. So it's like going to like, so it's almost like Black seeing Magic Woman. Yep. yep got that God one. So it's almost oh, like seeing like a really fancy cover band. It kind of was. It really yeah. was. That's Haley awesome. said it felt like going to like Neptune Festival and like the old man rock show is there on the main stage. And that's awesome. That's, that's what it was. It just happens to be Ringo Starr. Yeah. 
Did he sing? Actually, that, that doesn't sound like a bad gimmick. No, <laughs> I mean, if it, if it works, I mean, that's awesome, yeah. right? I mean, like there was nothing to the set or anything. It was just like a curtain up in the background with some lights shining up on it and, and stars, stars spinning yeah. around. What do you expect? Time. I mean, he's a fucking beetle. I mean, what is he gonna do? And he's like ninety years old. He's like, I'm old. Just Paul watching. Had like pyrotechnics and shit. He that's Paul. Was this at the uh, at the amphitheater. Yes, but you have to no. you have to remember too. I mean, you're comparing. I mean, you're comparing Paul McCartney to Ringo. I mean, yeah. I mean, the only common thing they have is their Beatles, and that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can you can watch a Paul McCartney show, and he'll sing. I mean, he could do just Beatle tunes for three hours. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, you know, they have both been on The Simpsons. That's true. They both have been on mm-hmm. the. So is George Harrison, also on mm-hmm. The Simpsons. When the, with the with the box tops or whatever they were called. No, the B sharps. B sharps. Yeah, because he drives by. It's been done, and they and he leaves when they yeah. play top of Moe's. So yeah, um, what was I going to so say? It was at the TED, and um, I would actually definitely go see a band there again because would I you like, see would you see Ringo again? It depends on how much it costs. To be okay. honest, all right, okay, yeah. Um, how much did this one cost? Seventy five bucks. Mm, yikes! Yeah, if it was if it was like fifty, I'd probably go see it again. I don't know. Like I've I've seen him once. I don't I don't know if I'd spend seventy five. Yeah, seventy five bucks is a pricey ticket. You've now yeah. seen though 100% of the Living Beatles. That's true. Well, I mean, it's two guys. Now, well, no, now that you saw, well, 100% of the Living Beatles. Yeah. She saw Ringo. Yeah. Because John, uh, John's dead. John's George, dead. Yeah. <laughs> no John's idea. dead, man. John's I mean, and dead. tragically, Paul being I mean, the yeah, first one. Technically, that died. Paul is dead too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how much were tickets to McCartney? Uh, 125. Yeah. And those were nosebleed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, literally, we were the fourth row from the back at uh, John Paul Jones Arena in Charlotte. Wow, that's crazy. Was it sold yeah. out? Oh, yeah. It was sold out in, like, the first 15. probably half an hour. Wow. Now, did he play, did he, was he playing, like, wing songs, or? Yeah, he played a little bit of everything, so. No, okay. Yeah, that was a great show. I imagine. I, Paul's awesome. Even though he looks like an old lesbian at this point, like. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Well, yeah. the good thing is we were so far away. <laughs> we couldn't see him anyway. Anything. Yeah, but you could feel the heat coming off the stage when they fired off the the flames. That's pretty cool. Live and let die. Oh, wow. It was so freaking hot that it was all the way up in the nose. And I will say that Guns N' Roses version of Live and Let Die is better than Paul's. That's just me, though. You're dead to me. That's just me. The Guns <laughs> N' Roses and you lost me. Live and let die. The Guns N' Roses version of that song is pretty badass. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, there aren't many. There aren't many covers that are better than the originals. In my humble opinion, Guns N' Roses version is better. That's just me. That's just, just me. Just a smidge better, or is it vastly better? I'm not gonna say vastly better, but I, I like. Jenny will punch you if you. Say I like that. it. I love. She's. I mean, she's gonna drive a long way. If she's gonna do that, then she's more than welcome to punch. She me might and sleep on the sofa. You know. True story. I actually punched my ex-husband for the very same thing. Really? Yeah, but I'm sure there was a lot more. I'm sure there was a lot more there though than just I mean, that. There's a reason why he's my ex. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. So you're saying like we're breaking up podcasting? Like that's it? No. It's a bummer, man. It's no, bummer. Jenny. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. Take it back, Bob. <laughs> I, I would probably... The Guns N' Roses version is pretty cool, though. I mean... I just don't care I like for Axl Rose's voice too much. So. Really? I love yeah. Axel's voice. Not even yeah. Mr. Brownstone. I mean, 
As, as, as debut records go, it's hard to find one better than Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. I mean, that is you a know. good album. But You know? I mean... I don't know. And, you, from- and don't sleep on Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, baby. Those things is great. I'm a, I love Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah. If you love fucking eight and nine minute long songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that shit, dude. I, I will sit and listen to November Rain for hours. I mean, November Rain has two fucking guitar solos in it. Two. It's got two guitar solos. Like estranged. What? Estranged is basically three songs smashed yeah. together. Estranged is a great song. It is great. You know? I love Coma. Civil War. Civil I mean, awesome. Civil War is fantastic. What we have here is right. failure to communicate. My hands are tight. This song is great. I mean, like getting getting the ring is cool. I love. Uh, Double talking jive, I think, is awesome. Backup bitch is great, dude. I fucking love Guns N' Roses. Don't get me started. <laughs> they they came to Cincinnati and I wanted to go, but like I'm just so cheap that I'm not gonna go see anybody because tickets are one thing, but then the surcharges are bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So are they like, touring together again? They were, yeah. And like in Cincinnati was the first I time Slash was out. No, no, no. They were they were all together, like the whole band. I don't know what's happened since they came last summer. But um, when they played here, Steven Adler, the original drummer, came out and played some songs with him. And he hasn't been with Guns N' Roses in like 16 years. So, I mean, you know. But yeah, I missed it. I was going to see Tom Petty, but it was expensive and he died. Should have went, but he died. And it was really expensive. Like tickets were 80 bucks and then the surcharge and then the babysitter. And it's like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't spend $300 to go out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll get him next time. Yeah. Oh. It was a real bummer. Yeah. All right, so um, I think we kind of have to talk about uh, disco. I mean, right? Okay, so can I uh, I, fall finale? Can I point out though what is I think one of the most awesome things that I've seen happen, and to watch it happen organically online was kind of cool. The haters got the reputation for using the acronym STD, yes, to uh, refer to Star Trek Discovery. Uh, But in 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 Star Trek history fashion, you have TOS, the original series, TNG, the next generation, DS9 for DS9. And <laughs> what was that last one from Ben? DS9, what was that for? Yeah, what show DS9? was that for? But, uh, <laughs> so, but Tool says first, what? The, the first controversy was Voyager, where the studio, I guess, wanted VGR, but the fans used VOY. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because so, Twitter was huge back then. So then uh, it was Starlight more Nights. like on AOL. Oh, but okay. uh, So then Star Trek uh, Discovery co- and Enterprise, of course, was ENT. Yes. Ear, nose, and throat. Yes. But then um, the, uh, you get to Discovery, and like I said, they wanted to, the, you know, haters were doing STD, ha-ha. The fans... Now, are we talking were, about the haters and losers or just the haters? Well, the losers and the haters. Okay, all right, all right. You know. Yeah. But Sad. then the... Uh, <laughs> But anyway, um, so the, you had a bunch of people wanting to use DIS, right? You know, the, just like with Voyager VO1, yeah. Discovery DIS. And you had people, I think the studio preferred to use DSC. DSC? For yeah, for Discovery. But then what just ignored both of those was after the initial shirt show with Disco. Disco. That's what they've, they, that's what they've started calling, like in Reddit and Twitter, I'm constantly seeing references to disco. That's a great shirt. Last episode on disco. It's a great shirt. It's a great shirt. So, 
it, it's yeah. I just I thought it was an awesome way though that it's just like nope this is the show made its own name so now it's just disco and I have noticed that the haters and the losers have not been talking very badly about disco because I mean I think it's pretty good they, they've quieted down a little bit yeah the first the first couple of weeks or so there were people they were saying, sure oh, see this is what I was talking about this is what I was talking about yeah. but they they've either stopped watching or they've come around. Well, you're saying you have that... to pay to watch it, even if you hate it. Yes. So, like, you really have to be committed to hating something if you're going to pay, like, $6. Yeah. I think, I think or, Star Trek or, or fans, I think Star Trek fans are know? into that, though. Like, right? Like, didn't... <laughs> That's true. Oh, if they gave me more ammunition, I would still be hating on it. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I said from the beginning, I hope, I hope, I hope it's good, but I, you know... I got a, bad, a lot of bad feelings about a lot of bad things. <laughs> Save those bad feelings for Justice League. Yeah. That's going to be shit. I've already heard some of the early... Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I've seen watch- some people say that it was great, but I don't know if they're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> I want to watch Thor Ragnarok. That, that is uh, I'm going to go see that this weekend, I hope. Yeah. Because when Hulk dies, it's just... You, you oh, God. Spoilers. You son of a bitch, Ben. I heard he Hulks dies. Don't die. They see, multiply. See, see, but I heard he gets cancer though, and that's how he dies. Like it's a really like it just takes a really dramatic turn. Yeah. Thor's it's like the hospital. It's you like know, the Captain man. Captain Marvel death is yeah. what it is. It's like that movie Fifty Fifty, but with superheroes. You ever seen that fifty? What is it called? Fifty Fifty with uh, Zach jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah, where he gets cancer and all that Aww. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like it's like that with superheroes, but anyway, um, has anyone found uh, I guess a recap for Discovery Online? Like I can't like. Well, there's one on uh, Memory Alpha. Alpha. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Because this episode, I mean, are we just talking about this one episode? Because yeah, it's, it definitely ties back to the previous episode. Yeah, I think you kind of have to, right? Like it's just it's it was. I mean, I think that's what the listeners want to hear right now. Chow down, bro. Oh, before we get into that, too, for the Patreon supporters, I put up uh, Fun with Rules of Acquisition, and I'm going to read some of the good ones here. Uh, they, they wrote in their own r- rules of acquisition, so I'm going to read a couple of those. Rule 201 uh, from Chris is uh, they who smelt it dealt it. Rule 17, pipping out a big... Titty Dabo girl is worth twice her weight in gold pressed latinum. So that's good. Um, that sounds like it might be legit. Yeah, it might be. Uh, this is from, Co- uh, from Colby rule 179. Male on male lobe massage ain't gay if you had too much Romulan ale and it was profitable. <laughs> Shout out, bro. Shout out, bro. So, so those are some of the good ones that we got. So thank you to the Patreons for... Um, we're giving us some made-up rules of acquisitions, and we're having a giveaway for Patreon supporters. Uh, yes, my wife has drawn a line in the sand, and I have no choice but to comply. So she's making me give away my unopened uh, Star Trek The Next Generation VCR interactive board game. Does it come with a VCR? <laughs> no, it does. That's the bad part. <laughs> it does not. Um, I have an extra VCR. It's Well, I mean, it's I don't need more we're trying to get rid of things. I don't need more things. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to uh, give Jenny, it. Jenny, are you offering to throw that in? Throw in yeah. the VCR? 
<laughs> I don't know how much it costs to ship a VCR, so let me look that up first. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to give it away. We're going to give it away to a, a Patreon supporter. So if you want to win Star Trek The Next Generation, the interactive VCR board game, unopened. It's unopened. Never been opened because I've never had a VCR ever since I got the game. Um, we're going to give it to you. All you got to do is be a Patreon supporter and you can win. So there you Wait, go. So, so we're announcing this on the live, uh, on the, the, the open stream. Yes, this is, the, this is like, this is out. We're, we're doing a uh, discovery episode out and about so everybody can hear it. Because, I mean, it's what everybody's talking about. So if about. you haven't watched it and you were planning on doing it, this, there will be spoilers. Yeah, yeah. well, we're, it's I really mean, sad when Hulk dies at the end. I mean, but, it's, <laughs> you get, but I mean, it gets cancer. And I mean, sometimes it happens, you know. I mean, it's bound to happen. He was gamma radiated, mm-hmm. you know. That's lucky he lasted this long. That would have been an interesting twist to Bruce Banner if Bruce Banner had cancer, but it was like his death was delayed whenever he turned to the Hulk. Oh, <laughs> so, he'd get just a little bit better, and then yeah, have to like it would it would set back his his cancer stages like that's, that's from stage well, I mean, four to stage one. Well, isn't it though? <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly that, but with Deadpool, that's like he's perpetually dying because. He's got the super healing. I wish he would hurry up. Cancer is, you know, perpetually. Damn. I don't like that (laughs) character. I'm not a fan of Deadpool. That's all. I love Ryan Reynolds. I think he's handsome and very kissable, but I don't like, uh, I don't like that Deadpool character. The fourth wall is there for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now Ben's leaving. Bob is going to make us all quit by the end. Wow. Are, you big, are you a big Rob Liefeld fan or something? I can't believe you're a big I Deadpool just, guy. I, I hate uh, Liefeld, but uh, I, I I love a good fourth wall breaking when mm-hmm. it's done good. And um, I, I think most of the most, not all, of the writers for Deadpool have done a good job of that. All right. Fair enough. And for the Patreon supporters who see the video, and you as well. There you go. So, um, so the episode. The one thing I will say about Discovery is, I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but the titles of the episodes are kind of obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. My sister doesn't weep for the spoiled milk that she forgot to bring home from Walmart. Yeah, it's like some of these. Are they are they like from literary references or something? Because I don't I don't recognize them. They sound like I feel like they are. Yeah. Well, it feels to me like they're they're that guy in your uh, in your English lit class who's trying to be a little bit more pompous than yeah, totally. Oh. Yeah. Hey, what do you know? Uh, memory Alpha is useful for this case. It says right here: this episode's title comes from a quote by John Moore, in, "And into the forest I go to lose my mind and find my soul." All right. It's just I don't even know who that is. It's just obnoxious. John Moore. He's a, an American naturalist. I think he's actually a Scottish naturalist, but uh, Mur Forest. In, he's, a nu- uh, he's a nudist. No, Mur. Uh, I know. I know Mur Island. Or Mur where, uh, Wood. Doctor McTaggart works. No. Oh, okay. No. Did you ever see Planet of the Apes? Of and course. The the the, the, the forest. The Which one? Dawn. And Rise. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. when they are north of San Francisco, when they go into the uh, redwood forest there, that's mm-hmm. Mur Wood. And oh, okay. that's named after him. But he's not a nudist. No, he's a naturalist. Okay. <laughs> All right, I thought you said he was a nudist. Are you sure he's not a nudist? No, I he could have been. He may have gone. Records from that era are spotty at best. Yeah. yeah. 
after the Great War. I mean, have you ever have you ever I believe, seen him? I believe Nelson Munch said that once. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah so who's got the description of the episode here from uh, our favorite website Memory Alpha? They really don't have a uh, yeah. There's really not a lot. I guess we could just kind of wing it. I thought I saw something there today. Nah, there's something just, there. There's like memorable quotes and then some background information. It says it may contain spoilers, but I mean, oh, there's not really much here. All right, so I can I can hook you up with this. I got this. Let me you got it. Let, let me let me use my my trick. Uh, so just try to keep me on point. Tricknology. My trick. Do it. Here we go. All right, so we start up right about where we left off last week because we're on the uh, planet with the uh, intelligent pollen monsters. Yes. Crystal that starts giving off a beacon, but instead of using it as a beacon to, to, to decloak all of the Klingon ships... It really goes out of their way to try to do something that nobody really asked them to do, try to bring them all together yeah. for so peace. They, they send a beacon move. to the Discovery oh, totally. Channel. I got to agree with Jenny. Total dick move. <laughs> this is like the, the Marshall Plan planet. Yeah. Let's put our nose in your business. Yeah, let's, we're going to fix this for you. Hey, everybody, let's, let's meet here and see what's happening. Like, not, not, not a good look. It's Planet Parent Trap. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, they're just like, hey, uh, the Klingons said they wanted to talk if you wanted to talk. And then five minutes later, hey, the Federation said you wanted to talk if they wanted, you know, come on, everybody. Yeah, not a good look from the, the pollen planet who's being kind of dicky. So that beacon's going out, and that's where we ended last week. Uh, this week, like I said, we started pretty much right there, and uh, the Klingons are on the way. Uh, we get the message from uh, bald Vulcan Admiral from uh, Starfleet that's like, hey, we're going to hook you up with a medal. Come on back. Uh, well, no, not that. No, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, this is, <laughs> hey, man, you're off to a rough start, Ben. <laughs> it's hard. He's just doing it by memory. Pretty much the I same know. Thing. Yeah. Uh, the Klingons are on the way. Uh, we don't want to lose the ship, so come on back. Now, for a Klingon, I will say this. For a Klingon, he's showing a lot of frustration Vulcan. with Lorca. I mean, excuse me, for a Vulcan, he's showing a lot of frustration with Lorca at this point, which I thought I was kind of weird. I was like, wow, he's really annoyed. <laughs> like, that's, no, I get like it. It's wartime, I guess. You know. yeah. I couldn't tell if it was just the actor was just putting a little bit too much into it or if they... Just totally fuck that up. Yeah. I would say a lot of times uh, the Vulcan portrayals are, they always seem kind of annoyed to me. Like sometimes uh, uh, Tuvok would seem like he was getting kind well, that's of annoyed. Just well, that's because he's pissed at and, the barista because he can't well, get his oh, yeah. soy latte. <laughs> but also, Where's my soy chai? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? The chick on Enterprise, too, sometimes. Yeah, she's, she's just generally... A, she yeah, yeah, she's just mad because she's not as hot without the makeup on. That's right, I said it. She's, she's Audi. Tonight is a night of hot takes. I mean, she's a better-looking Klingon than human, dude. That ain't my... I mean, uh, Vulcan than human. That ain't my fault. Yeah, that's I a mean, thing to say. she looks much hotter as a Vulcan. I can't help it. I'm more attracted to the to... chicks with bowl cuts. Yeah, dude, I love it. I love a girl with a mo. <laughs> <laughs> I've been begging hey, Stephanie. The hey, lieutenant, uh, get a who mo. Was the one Susie Plaxon played? Get a mo. Um, oh, Salah. Salar. Yeah, Salar. Yeah, Salar. she was pretty hot. Yeah, so was, I mean, so was, uh, what's her face too? Christy Alley, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she was a good looking, yeah. she was a good looking Vulcan. So I don't know, man. She just looks better as a Vulcan. I can't help it, whatever her name is. 
that's the new uh, t-shirt idea just yeah better as a vulcan better as a vulcan like she, as a human she's like a five as a vulcan she's like an eight and a half bro she goes way up you know <laughs> bro that's the vulcan bump yeah. bro that's the vulcan bump bro vulcan bump <laughs> Put so, fucking, ladies, next year for Halloween, dress up as a sexy Vulcan. Get, get, a, bump. get a bowl cut, get yourself some elf ears, and bro, you're like three points hotter. Well, think about, though, what's her name from uh, Lord of the Rings? I mean, yeah, yeah. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Give her so, a fucking, maybe it's just the ears? Give her it's a bowl cut, bro, and she's like a 10. Chicks with pointed ears? <laughs> and a bowl cut. The bowl cut is yeah. key, bro. And yeah. animal crackers on their bellies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give her, a, give her a bowl cut and some ears, and she's a 10, bro. 10, all the way, 10, you know? Think about, oh, what's her name um, in Lord of the Rings, too? The, the, the main elf, what's her name? Kate Blanchett? Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Oh, yeah. she's she, super hot as an elf. Or the, yeah. one who, the one who loved the dwarf. Yeah, have the hair, same actress, yeah. Give her a fucking bowl cut, bro. I mean, she's, like, off the charts, she would be a good Vulcan, too. Yeah, she'd be a good Vulcan. Well, she'd be good at anything, let's be honest. Yeah. She's having this episode. Yeah. Her, she's, her emo, emo hell, like, it moved. Dude, she's that. amazing. Like, yeah. even as what, mm. in The Aviator, as Catherine Hepburn, she was amazing. Mm. Like, yeah. she's, she's an amazing actress. And that's the thing is, I love a good uh, Kate Hepburn. She's really great, too. She's fantastic in that movie. I love The Aviator. She's the best part of The Aviator. And uh, accents what? And way the future, 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 way the future. The crazy thing. Way the future, way the future, way the future. Having just seen Thor Ragnarok. Did you see that? I hadn't know. You've only mentioned it like a thousand times, Ben. Jeez, Louise. I did not recognize. You're about 30 Thors a minute right now. I did not, and I'm eating 14 pop tarts an hour <laughs> but um i did not recognize kate blanchett i never in every movie she's been in until somebody goes oh yeah it's kate blanchett i'm like wait what she's amazing wait, like she's amazing. always my favorite part of a movie and i never recognize i can't identify kate like contracts. she could like knock on the door and i would just be like oh wait there's the a lady at the door wait the future wait the future wait the future wait the future <laughs> <laughs> are we done bob Way the future. <laughs> Way the future. Way the future. Four. Way the future. Four. Way the future. That's that's who you are. You're you're like fucking uh, Way the Future with Thor. 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 Ragnarok. 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 Danny's just gonna take you, put a blanket on you, and lead you upstairs. Yeah. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarok. It's okay, Ben. <laughs> are we the god of again? <laughs> Thor. Definitely Thor. Way the future. Way the future. Way the future. You sound like but, uh, Beavis. <laughs> yeah, you sounded like Beavis. <laughs> That was a good Beavis. Oh, man. I wish I could bottle that. I can't, <laughs> I can't normally do a Beavis. It's recorded forever. I'll send it to you. Definitely yes. Beavis. Way the future. 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 But anyway. Five o'clock time for Thor. That's so Rain if Man. I, if, I try to do, if I try to do a Rain Man Ben, then I can do Beavis. <laughs> you can do Beavis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Try it again. Try it again. See what happens. <laughs> No, <laughs> We're all watching you, Dennis. Do it. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, so what else happens, Ben? So the right, Klingon, so the, the, the Vulcan admiral has ordered the Discovery back to uh, Starbase Forty Seven. 
46. Yeah, and Lorca follows 46. Okay. 46. Lorca follows orders now. That's what yes. he does. Yeah. He's a good captain. Yes. So, but he does it in his own special way where he's like, yep, we'll be there. And let's, we don't want to risk uh, the spore drive, though. We're he's like go, a 10 year old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to go as slow as possible to get there. <laughs> he just starts, put on your shoes. Put on your fucking shoes, Lorca. Put on your shoes, Lorca. I got it. <laughs> Uh, oh my oh, god stop where are they me. where I, are they where oh are no. my shoes oh no i dropped them i gotta pick them up again hang on uh, uh, oh i got the right one wrong foot wrong oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. but it's a good plan because yeah. to all intents and purposes he is indeed following orders he's just not following them to the t right mm-hmm. you know well i think though that's the thing is he's following them specifically you said come back yes and we are. Now, would there be a reason why they would only travel at Warp 5? Um, Maybe they don't have the like, technology? No, no, they can go faster. Average cruising speed in 10 years would be Warp 7. I so, thought he was just trying to kill time so that they could come up with another... No, no, no I understand that. Doing. But like, if they said, hey, how come you're not here yet? He's like, well, we're going Warp 5. Um, yeah, you know, and, well, and again, it's a science vessel. It wasn't designed yeah. for speed. And uh, um, fucking uh, the girl with half the head had to go to the bathroom and fucking uh, the, the DJ robot guy, he had to get some had an oil change. <laughs> the the Silverhawk? Yes. <laughs> she looks like a Silverhawk. I just, I just said we don't have engine ends and Daft Punk anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But I, the chick with half the head and the weird thing on her head's hot. Yeah. I don't care. It's hot. Well, she's got the David Bowie eye yeah, going she's on. Hot. Uh, she's. I mean, they just won't let her talk. Off the scale. Maybe she's got a terrible voice. Maybe it's like a Seinfeld episode. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> let me get rid of this cat, dude. She sounds like Scooby Doo or something. Nobody wants a Charlie in the box. Run, <laughs> <laughs> roll. It's like. Why are you Scooby-Doo? What's happening? <laughs> the Kringon vessel is here, Catherine. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Calm down, Detmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, so, just sit there, baby. So they are going to be back to Starbase 46 in three hours. And so now they've got to solve the question that has befuddled all of the Federation's greatest scientists for the last uh, nine months. Yes. Um, how to deal with cloaked Klingon ships? Mm. How to detect them? And they got, they got go. three hours. And three hours. To me, that's very Star Trekky. Like, okay, you're going to solve a problem that we haven't been able to solve for, you know, a year in three hours. Do it. Now, the problem yeah. and the, you know, I guess the 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 motivation for these people, uh, not so much Lorca. Lorca's motivation is make his people work. You know, and he wants um, to win the war, apparently, right? Yes. Right. He's really into that or something. But like he really wants to reason, win. He doesn't want to run from a fight. Yeah, he well, wants the to win the war. They they're resisting going is that the the planet is a peaceful, unarmed planet, and when the Klingons get there and the Discovery's not there, they're probably going to lay waste to the planet and kill everything on the surface. Which isn't nice. Which which is confirmed by the Klingon. <laughs> Captain, when they cut you down, he's Captain like, yes, I'm going to go blow up that planet. We're going to kill all these motherfuckers, and then yeah. we're going to bring them back from the dead and then kill those motherfuckers again. Like, they're dead as fuck. 
all them pollen people, we got the Flonase for you. I don't know how we're going to kill people that don't actually have physical bodies per se, but God damn it, we're Klingons. We're going to figure it out. You know out. what? <laughs> We've got four nostrils. We're just going to breathe them in, sneeze them out. Yeah, and <laughs> see if that works. And what you guys don't know is we have batless in our noses, and when we breathe them in, we'll cut them up into little pieces and then sneeze them out. <laughs> That took a Claritin awesome. before we're going. Yeah. Sneeze with honor. <laughs> <laughs> so while they're going back, uh, research, research, research. Research, research, research. Research, and research, research. An hour to go, they find, an hour to go, they figure out that there's these little imperfections. Well, hang on. Before you get to that point, I love how uh, Lorca tells the engineer, he's like, all right, go pretend like something's wrong with you. And he's like, I can't do that because something's really fucking wrong with me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, you really want to do that? He's like, we need the paper trail, bro. And you're like, oh, man, he's yep, kind of screwed does. at this point. Like, this is going to be fucked for him because yeah. he's kind of slowly sinking into madness. But he's, well, been keep, he's been keeping it from his hot black boyfriend. Yeah. Husband. But- oh, they, they married? They, they married. Oh, that's but cute. The, the thing <laughs> is that uh, <laughs> they're a good couple. They're very, they're very loving. You can tell. And both actors were in Rent. Yeah. Well, I mean, that goes without saying. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but not at the same time. Okay. All right. Yeah. He, I think they, uh, one of them played the one with AIDS. That was Kevin Spacey and both that. actors. Oh, God, I think awesome. that was Anthony Rapp. I think he. Yeah. He was. He was the main dude. I think. Paul. Paul yeah. Stemitz. All right. So yeah. So, so um, and then they science research research. Right. And the thing about the the side effects though from the the jumping that's been kind of like the the running growing problem in the background. And they actually talked about it last episode where he started mentioning the uh, side effects. To in, yeah. Yeah. To He's it. basically the guy in the zombie movie or werewolf movie that got bit but doesn't want to tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He slowly sinking into madness or mudness yeah. <laughs> who knows what's going on with him but it's real cool well the other thing too is that he can't tell the doctor what's going on because if the doctor knows then he's got to turn him in for you know genetic manipu- manipulation yeah. yeah and if he turns him in he's turning in his own husband yeah you know yeah. So there's, and there's if he doesn't turn him in then and he's in trouble out, yeah there's a lot yeah. of yeah there's a lot of a lot of fucking uh, uh, a lot of things going on here, but it's also good. It's also mm-hmm. good. It's also good. Very good. Very good. But uh, so now he's got to go get the full medical exam uh, for the paper trail, like you said, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and his brain is slowly melting away. Apparently, like it's just it's just disappearing. Yeah. The, so the white doctor, matter. Yeah, the white matter in his brain is well, all see, kinds of fucked up. It's this white was, matter with one T. Well, no, this was one of the uh, episodes. So it's not white matter? <laughs> well, no, this was... Uh, that makes, it matter matters. Well, that's, see, that's what makes you racist if you have too much white matter in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> no, see, this episode was actually written uh, years ago before he passed, tragically, uh, by Bernie Mac. And... Uh, <laughs> Because originally the doctor was going to uh, split uh, the lieutenant's head down to the white meat, and and that was just a, a residual holdover. No, nobody's a Bertie Mac fan. Right. We, we, no, we, I know we, exactly what you're talking about. What do you want us rolling around on the floor? I mean, we gave it a <laughs> I know. Like, uh-huh. this ain't fucking deaf comedy yeah. jam. Oh, shit! <laughs> 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 
an episode for the Patreon supporters. <laughs> what do you want, Ben? For God's sake. <laughs> Hang on, don't say Wait. I can't hear you because I have my headphones on. <laughs> so then as we keep talking with you. <laughs> let me let me go get my Tweety Bird shirt. <laughs> What are we gonna say so, then? Uh, so then, uh, the doctor <laughs> doesn't want to uh, to allow uh, Lieutenant uh, Stamets to continue, but it's it's for the mission. And so the the idea that they've come up with is that they're going to have to plant these transponders on the Klingon ship. Yes. And then the Discovery will have to make 133 jumps. 131. Three. Was it three? Mm-hmm. What an arbitrary number. What's a couple of jumps between yeah. them? 133 jumps. It's like, wow. Yep. In rapid succession, so they can get the, all the different angles and, and the readings. Yeah. And then they'll be able to map out these imperfections, and then Starfleet will be able to... Uh, now, the weird part is, like, the water bear... How many jumps? Stephanie and I were talking about this. The water bear initially that was doing the jumps... Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of went into, like, a sad kind of cocoon after, like, yeah. four of them. Yeah. And they want Stamets to do 100. Yeah, that's considered a little bitch, that's why. Hot <laughs> <laughs> take. Hot take. Hot take. Water bear's a fucking bitch. <laughs> Damn. Don't drop your mic. You could break it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... No, the thing with the water bear, though, is that it was unintelligent. Yes. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a rational creature. It was just a, an animal. And so he couldn't understand what was happening to it. Whereas a human or a more you know, higher order of, of creature can, uh, can process and, and understand on a higher level what's happening and what it's seeing and what's being done to it. And so it doesn't withdraw so that's why yeah. Stamets has been successful at this so far because they've done multiple jumps and he's the war. volunteering to do this where they just you know right. otherwise captured some animal out of space and yeah, yeah. true that true that so. yeah still don't know why they don't use whales but anyway um so he's going to do these 133 whales, jumps yeah. the problem is now we've got to get somebody on board the klingon ship and have them plant, you know, these little stealthy, secret, very quiet, non-obtrusive uh, devices that will, you mm-hmm. know, ping out and, you know, help us do the scan. But there's a window when they uncloak, right? Yes. So. Between the time they uncloak and the time they put up their shields, you have that gap. So the captain's like, okay, so I'm going to send uh, Lieutenant Tyler over. Since he's security chief, he'll take care of this and it's all good. Burnham, of course, you know, is like, hey, I've actually been on the ship. I've got the ground knowledge. I've been there. I know what's up. Argue back and forth. Okay, fuck it. I don't care. Just go do it. Okay. Now, before you get to that point, too, like, I would also like to mention that, like, the captain is just a master manipulator. Like, he's so just wonderful at what he's doing and what what he wants to get done. He knows exactly what to say to everyone on board because at first the lieutenant's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. And then he lays on like the fucking science. Let me show you what 
the data we've been capturing. Yeah, and like he shows them all it's this like stuff. alternate realities, man. Yeah, and like he lays that it guy's on. fucking high on shrooms, anyways. Yeah. Like you can tell him anything. <laughs> He's like, bro, you, you can see, you can see fucking sound, bro. It's crazy what we're trying to do here, man. Like, holy shit, like Jerry's fucking playing in heaven and shit, dude. It's amazing. <laughs> Like, yeah, bro, we're gonna fucking eat tons of shrimps. <laughs> so he's basically Jim Brewer from uh, Half Baked. <laughs> yes, he's that guy. Like, he's just like, yeah, dude, we're gonna fucking travel the cosmos, bro, and I fucking smoke dank nugs. I can taste the concept of the color purple. And that shit is fucking delicious. <laughs> You know, and so he ropes him into it. He's like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. This, I mean, this guy is great. I yeah, mean, he really is. He knows what to say to everybody to get what he wants. Yeah. You know, and uh, when he shows him that map, now what's, when he shows him the map and he's like, you've been charting everything we've been doing. And then like he even mentions like the little inconsistencies, I guess, in space and time, which I think plays a Heart. Spoiler, bro. <laughs> but yeah, so then they yeah, and then Ben. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was kind of neat. That's very know. neat. Thank yeah. you. Yes, please chime in with anything because you know, like I said, I'm doing this straight from memory. Since you're no doing a good job, bro. You're doing a good job. All right. So except uh, all that stuff you're leaving out that I have to bring up. That part you definitely <laughs> suck at. Sucks. But everything else, though, besides the constantly fucking up, you're doing awesome. Yeah. Well, between now and January, since we still have access, I will be repeatedly watching the series. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna keep the all access? All right, all right. Well, Me no, too. We've got the insanely cheap version. Oh, so the half price deal. Because I, I I told them that you know this was in a you know an Cash insult grab. to my intelligence and this is an abomination. I may have used that term, and. Um, yeah, then they gave it to me for half price. Nice. Somebody else that uh, left. Good for you, man. Yeah. Yay. But I'm going to watch it. We're going to just go ahead and keep it for a couple of months. Yeah. Then. Hell yeah. I mean, it's only what? It'll be on this December 8th or whatever. I mean, uh, January 8th, mm -hmm. something like that. Go back and watch it. I mean, there's nine episodes. You can kill a couple nights just watching Discovery again. It's really good. Yep. So um, they uh, get there, the Klingon ship arrives. What's going to happen um, as they get ready to decloak? Well, first they're sitting there cloaked and Discovery's just you know, in orbit and the Klingons are trying to figure out what the hell they're up to. And they're like, oh, it's Discovery. We're going to see what its secret weapon is. They go to uncloak to start you know, some shit like Klingons often do. And uh, the, it uh, works perfectly. Tyler and uh, Burnham beam over. And then start doing their mission. They're on their way. I also like how they have like the the little things that replicate Klingon life signs. I thought that was that, that was, was a, that was a nice touch. Like that was yeah. just kind of cool, you know. No human life forms. No, them. that's that's really awesome because you know someone somewhere on some message board on some they website would have been like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They would have known that there were humans on board. They would have picked them up with their signals. Do you think they sent out the scripts to the most like Trek critical? No, because Ben didn't. Ben didn't get one. So well, no. they can send everybody. Maybe ben would be the top on my list, bro. Ben would be the top. Yeah, yeah. I, I am uh, the Trek expert on the 
number one Star Trek podcast on the internet. So. Oh, you're on. You started doing Trek FM again. That's pretty cool. Good for you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> burn! I burned myself. That sucks. Why would I? Burn. Why would we self burn ourselves? <laughs> Someone get some aloe. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> burn him. Oh. <laughs> burn him. <laughs> oh shit. Self immolation, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna turn myself into a human. I'll let him back in. Stephanie, will you hand me my sweatshirt that I threw over laughing at Ben's incredibly hilarious joke because I'm starting to get chilly in our basement, please? Thank you. It was so funny, I had to take my sweatshirt off and swing it around yes. my head. It's true. No, Such yes. a I haven't took my shirt off. <laughs> Way down. So then the other thing, but it was Mac wrote. Oh. Oh, the uh, my favorite episode of Bernie Mac. One of the jokes he told was, uh, "No, no, now you're trying too hard, Ben." It's okay. All right, what okay. I miss? What I miss? Nothing. What I, 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 I just took I, my shirt off and put it back on. Damn it! Quick. I knew I didn't hear that. I knew I was gonna miss it. <laughs> oh, Patreon. That's right. I have the video, this, bro. This is—is is this the? That's first the kind of stuff that they do on Jenny's other show. I, I was going to say this would be the first episode to have nipples on it, but it's not. Um, we, we have had previous. Uh, well, man, you know, Manny's But nipples. we weren't recording back then. The nips. Thing. Yeah. Some fucking hot nips. Which Manny is. Would, Manny would Weinstein us. <laughs> <laughs> Cyberly. <laughs> fucking hot nips. Just went straight loose. He would see chaos. Oh, I've heard <laughs> Stephanie found a story online um, how to combat the Louis C.K.-ism. If someone is masturbating in front of you and you don't want them to, look them in the eye. You have to look them in the eye. That's the thing. Like, that's what I've heard. That's what Stephanie told me. Like, sociopath. Uh, well, I don't know about that. I, I was unaware of that, but I heard well, look. It'll I, either shame them or excite them to the point of finishing. So yeah. Get it either way, it's going to be over. Yeah. yeah. I think I would just laugh. No, that was the, uh, we, what was it? we need to talk about Kevin or whatever. And it had the guy that uh, plays. The guy that committed genocide on that one race in that TNG episode. Yeah. Kevin Hitler. Kevin Hitler. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was uh, the guy that plays the new Flash in Justice League. Okay. And uh, the, the. He masturbates the, in front of people too? Yeah. And in the movie. Ah, what is and it with people then, masturbating uh, in front of what people? The actress, what movie is this? <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin. And so there was uh, the actress who played the ancient one in Netflix. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Swanson. Yes, yes. She masturbates in front of people. No, but she's the mother. And so I she comes that. home <laughs> and she opens her son's room and he's jerking off. And instead of stopping, he just makes eye contact and just continues. Hmm. Freaks her out more than it freaks him out, apparently. Let's try that sometime. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> We've, we've got a few minutes to kill. Yeah, we, I gotta let the dogs in. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yeah, so they're on board. They uh, plant one of the beacons, which, for the love of God, can someone tell Starfleet engineers how to make a quiet beacon? Yes, this thing's very loud and bright. Like, it's like they put now a. Updating to Starship <laughs> Discovery. They basically they established. They basically put a Christmas tree on their ship. Like, here's the Christmas tree. <laughs> there and it, it is. literally does the. Yeah. <laughs> the little train comes out and goes around and starts ho ho hoing. Yeah. All aboard the Polar Express! <laughs> uh. 
Do you have the train from uh, the train from Scranton that's always on the uh, John Oliver show? <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch. I only watch John Oliver's clips on YouTube, which is his last bit. I don't ever. I don't no. actually ever watch this whole show because I don't have that technology. No, okay. I just no. don't have that subscription. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just more fun to say I don't have that technology. I just realized we've been subscribed to Showtime for the last two months and, and didn't know it. How's that? I don't think anybody does. Paying for it, not watching it. <laughs> a lot of fun. You can watch Smilf. What's hot Smilf? new show? What's Smilf? I don't Smurf know. I'd like some, <laughs> some some white lady who's trying to get banged. No, all right. That shouldn't be difficult. Apparently, she should just Apparently. be like for free on the internet. She's got oh, a kid. Open for business. It still shouldn't be maybe, difficult. Maybe it's yeah. stepmom. I'd like to fuck. I don't know. Hang on. Let me let my mm. nose. That's kind of creepy, though. Yeah, there's already too much of that on the internet right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. You sure? No. At this point, we keep showtime for a couple more months and watch uh, Shameless. Yeah. Okay. With uh, Star Trek alum. Uh... William H. Macy? Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> remember his name. Was he on Star Trek? I don't know. Probably. I thought I mean, it was just I thought I don't you were think making so. a weird joke about William yeah. H. Macy being on Star Trek. I, he, well, I mean, I was in a movie with William H. Macy. So that was... So you're buds, so you should just ask him. Yeah, just ask him to be on the next show. Wait, you're on, you're in Fargo? Uh, no, I was in uh, Anderson. The cooler? Andersonville. Anderson. Yeah. The Civil <laughs> War Prisoner of War camp. It was on TNT. Oh. You mean the Guns N' Roses song? No. Oh. And, uh, I thought we were recalling here. So I, I, I played uh, a, a Union soldier. And uh, William H. Macy was... Uh, Are you telling the truth right now? Are you lying? I hand, hand, hand to God. Okay. For some reason, I actually believe him this, this time. This, uh, <laughs> you can ask my best friend. I can never tell. High school. You can ask my best friend. Okay, let me go find your best friend in high school. Like, let me go do that. Canada. Like, yeah. he's, on, he's on my friends list. Uh, Were you best friends in high school with Ben? Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Tobias. Yeah, that jackass. A what now? What? What's a Ben? <laughs> I, have, I have changed. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of so, so funny the uh the best part was the like, up, look of contempt that you gave me really i like I just, to see that how i normally would look I just, towards I, you I, I fucking hate that joke it just it, but it was funny it's old it's really use it very often well, it's been a, it's been a rough couple of weeks for alabama too so. yeah <laughs> especially high school version whatnot you know. yeah there's poor kids Think of the children. I am. That dude couldn't. That dude couldn't go to the mall. Like, how fucking fucked up is that? No, he didn't go there to shop. Is the thing. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like he couldn't. Like they banned him from the mall. If like if you're banned from the mall, you shouldn't be allowed to. I don't know. Become a senator. <laughs> that should be like. So... <laughs> well, I heard that the the MacArthur Mall because you know they they ban teenagers from being there unaccompanied by a, an adult right mm-hmm. so well, during certain times they're going to add a new regulation there to where senators can't be in there either unless they're accompanied a by idea. a constituent yes i agree so anyway where are we at so now they pick up a human life sign on the klingon ship mm, we know who it is Oh wait, our sensors are working. <clears throat> there's some a human life sign, and there's like, hey, we got to bring everybody back. 
Tyler's all yeah. about, let's get this mission done. Jenny's over here going, put your last beacon out, then worry about the survivors. Yeah. But not Burnham. Burnham is just like, no. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird because Tyler was, he was kind of gung-ho about taking this mission when he was on Discovery. But as soon as he got onto the Klingon ship, he's like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you can see like, he was like, this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. Yeah. This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. Get out of here. Yeah. Now we remember from last week, uh, the Klingon uh, female that um, was uh, trying to. Lorel. Lorel. Lorel, who was uh, torturing uh, Tyler and. Uh, whoever else when mud and Tyler and, and uh, Lorca were in prison, mm -hmm. she wants to defect. And so she was going to help uh, Admiral uh, what's her name uh, escape. And then she gets caught midway through it. She kills the Admiral and then takes her to the, uh, the body burning room. Yes. Which is weird and, that they have a whole body burning room that doesn't, it, and it's weird because it doesn't look like they burn a lot of bodies there. There's yeah, just, they're piles. way behind. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, well, like they fired the guy whose job it was to burn the body. Yeah, whose ever job that is, they're clearly just not doing it. Like well, they're we're just looking through some resumes right now, but we just haven't found the right guy for the job. They're He's or been they're dicking around on Facebook all day. Yeah. Or yeah. they're employed by like the Klingon mafia, where it's like you don't really have to go there. We're just going to say that you are. So your parole officer leaves us alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Like I got you a job burning bodies on the ship of the dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, but isn't somebody going to tell that I didn't show up? Who's going to nah, nah. tell? They're dead. <laughs> yeah. We're the fucking Klingon Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> hey. And they could get Paul Sorvino to play yeah, that character. That'd be good. I'd be into that. Cop hey. law, motherfucker. Hey. So uh, last week we also saw that Laurel tried to you know play this whole thing off and be like, oh, no, I'm loyal to you, dickweed. And he saw through her, her Trixie plot yeah, and uh, had her thrown in the body room too. This is a problem because when Tyler and uh, Burnham get there and they see the Admiral and they go to, you know, rescue her, here comes Laurel. Loses his shit. And he goes, you know, straight into flashback mode. Yeah. And, uh, locks down. Thankfully, Burnham, you know, is able to get a shot off and humming a 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 So then um Admiral get you know figures out what's going on, talks to Burnham, they've got to finish the mission. Tyler's useless, uh, but the Admiral apparently is a trained PTSD counselor. Yes. Well, she is, to be fair, she She's is a, a counselor. She's a shrink anyway. So, I mean, like, she does have kind of, she has to have some background in it. It's not like yeah. she's, it's not like she's a fucking mechanic who all of a sudden becomes an expert because. Yeah, but this is like if, if Troy became a fucking admiral. Can you even. No, this lady's competent. Yeah, she's clearly competent. I mean, it's just, it's just weird. For but again, like, even when she starts trying to counsel him, like, I didn't feel like she was a trained psychologist. I think well, she like, did. It. I think she was doing I, a good I'm trying idea. trying to figure out what, what, uh, what psychological method it is to tell somebody to suck it the fuck up. Yeah. You know, throw <laughs> up some Klingons. That's the crusher method. It's 24th century, like, tough love, bro. Because aren't, you, you know, aren't you supposed to get people to, like, talk about it and then, you know, to, she doesn't have that I kind guess, of time. Work through their feelings or whatever. Yeah, but, Get over she it. just basically she she's making the problem worse. She's like, just push it further down. <laughs> just forget about it. Let it explode oh, some other time. Well, to be fair, she wants to live. 
Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, I need you to kill all the Klingons you can, get me beamed out of here, and then we'll, we'll worry about other stuff. Then we'll really worry about some stuff. But for now, just hurry the fuck up because I don't want to die. Okay, great. Yeah, I can't feel my legs. Yeah. This ain't good. Yeah. So Burnham takes the other uh, beacon and takes off. The problem is that you got to plant that bitch on the bridge. Yeah. Apparently. Which, which is bad design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad design. Bad design for them, but good design for television dramas. So, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's a little bit of both. Like, I don't know what you want here. The good, the good news is the bridge is the size of a football field. Yeah. So <laughs> and it's got two, around. it's got two decks. Let's roll, roll for stealth. Yeah. It's like a food All court. Right. It's like a food court at the mall. Like there's a bobber level and a lower level and like, you know. It's got so, lots of beams that she can hide behind. Yeah, it's like, hey, so, I'm going to go to Yankee Candle. I'm going to be at Taco Bell. All right, I'll see you later. Like, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll meet up over by the escalator. <laughs> but uh, Burnham sets the uh, the second beacon, and the Discovery starts its uh, its mission, which it's was not... pretty badass that it, it does the little spin <clears> drop, <throat> you know, when it does its little spore jumps. It's like, you know, what was I've heard people refer to it as the Lorca maneuver. Because it was like, I'm here, shoot, boom, I'm gone. Oh, now I'm over here, shoot, yeah. gone. And it was just doing the, the, the quick jump succession thing. And the Klingons couldn't react to it. They're just like, what the fuck? And so they're going to leave. And it's like, oh, no, we won't get the information we need. So Burnham uh, comes out of hiding uses you know because she's listening in on her communicator which, which was pretty cool trans- yeah, the universal was translator yeah, was pretty was cool. cool yeah 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 that was, nice implementation i think yeah, yeah. and uh, the, little the way thing. that they showed it's it it's the little things yeah they did like the uh, the valkyrie thing where, yeah. where it just kind of blended eventually to where they just started both speaking english yep i i'm glad they didn't do the the hunt for Red october thing where they just zoom in on uh, his lips yeah. and then as it comes back out now he's speaking english but uh, so this was good. But uh, she challenges. Uh, that would have been weird if Sean Connery was there all of a sudden. <laughs> and they had to yeah, his lips. Oh, I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> but he's just a, a Russian submarine commander. <laughs> he's like, I yeah, don't want to play on ship. Yeah. I'm really not sure what I'm doing here. This bridge One is. ping only, please. This bridge is so big that I just got lost somewhere. <laughs> Your mother's a whore, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the rapists for 400. <laughs> <laughs> That's therapists. <laughs> well, speaking of therapists, the Admiral's still not doing any good. And uh, they've, they've picked up a malfunction. And uh, so they're going to send repair guys down to find you know, what's going on with that uh, door jam that uh, Tyler cut open. Yeah, those poor bastards. So they're going to die. Yeah, so, um, I mean, and they just want to fix the door and go home. They're like, man, this ship of the dead shit's bullshit. Like, fuck these guys. Fuck we their... pulled the worst orders in, yeah. in all the Klingon fleet. I mean, to think about it, like, you're a Klingon warrior and your job is to fix a door. Like, what does a Klingon warrior know about fixing a door? He just knows how to claw shit and fucking <laughs> hit stuff with a bat, right? Like, that's all he knows. Repair lock with honor. Oh. <laughs> that motherfucker don't know shit. About door repair? He's a dumbass. Well, somebody had to build it. Uh-huh. He did the uh, correspondence school from Sally Struthers. <laughs> Accounting. So, yeah. He would during the day and, and learn how to repair doors at night. Yeah. You know, because this whole, this whole Warren thing might not work out. I need something to fall back on. So I'm going to be a door repair. Yeah. So Burnham uh, starts fighting uh, Klingon. Uh, was it? 
Uh, well, no, she's cold. badass because she's like, I killed your motherfucking dude. And you're just because yeah. that's what she says to him. She's like, I killed yeah, him. She's like, you weren't even here. You just took this dead guy's shit. Yeah, she was. Like, boss. Oh, how do you know that? Because I killed that motherfucker. <laughs> she was boss. <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, I was blown away. Like I was watching this with Stephanie like, holy fuck, dude. She's just badass. First, she calls him a punk. And then she's like, and I killed your man. Oh, shit. So- how much has she been studying, you know, Klingon society, you know, from what spotty <clears throat> records we have? I mean, you know, she, you she's think... had to have just been going home at night. She, she knows as much as Worf did. <laughs> so, well, I mean, well, it makes sense. Because whatever you can read in encyclopedia. That's her enemy, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's her deal. Klingons killed my parents. Yeah, Klingons yeah. killed her parents. Klingons killed her captain. Like, she started. I mean, I still don't get the whole I started this war thing. I think that's bull. That's, that's kind of like she's, you know, that's bullshit. Um, that shit was going to happen anyway. Yeah, it was going to jump mm-hmm. off. She just happened to be the one who landed on the fucking beacon or whatever. But I mean, she just put that dude on just blast. She's like, and I'm going to fuck you up. And well, yeah, but he's pushing buttons over here. He's still yeah. got, uh, Giorgio's, uh, I know, pick my teeth with this. Yeah. 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 And then he fucking goes to pick his teeth when you're like, yeah. wow, you got to demonstrate. But I, I really liked her in this episode. I thought she was yeah. just fucking boss of shit. And she holds her own. Yeah, and she challenges I mean, him. She's like, you know, I challenge you. I challenge you. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm just fucking losing my shit. I think it's amazing. Yeah, well, meanwhile, we got shootout at the OK Corral back yeah. in the uh, you know burn room. Well, Captain Handsome kind of puts himself back together magically. He's like, oh, and then he just starts blasting. So he's OK. Well, I mean, after the Admiral, you know, is, yeah. is holding her own with no legs. I mean, yeah. I, well, no, she, technically good. she has legs. They just ain't working. Yeah. Her, her she hasn't legs. gone full Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, there was that scene, you know, they cut out where she's on top of the Klingon cruiser yelling, you know, is this all you got? (laughs) (laughs) She put the dead in my ass. Yeah. But Admiral Dan, you got magic legs. (laughs) But, but, um, so yeah, he he, uh, gets his shit back together, kills, you know, helps her kill the two Klingons that were down there just to fix the door. It's like yeah, I wasn't even trying to shoot a child. I just wanted and they, a screwdriver. And what? And they beam out, right? Like, right, well, they, that's the thing is, this is all, as, yeah, because this is all a stalling tactic because they tell Burnham that she need they need five minutes before they can kind of upload all this information and get everything figured out. So they, the Klingons have already mentioned that they're just going to get the fuck out of here because there's no point. So Burnham yeah. knows, like, hey. If, All she has to do is not die. Yes. Because yeah. apparently they can't they can't fly and have a knife fight on the bridge at the same time. No, not at all. That's well, against everybody's, regulations. Every, everybody's everybody's got to stop. It's like in yeah. ju- it's like in junior high. How many buttons you got to push to warp out of there? No, nah, man, they want to watch probably. the fight. They don't want to miss anything. And I mean, it makes sense. She challenges the dudes. Who are like, oh shit, I'm gonna watch this, son. Like, right. you know, this is better than flying. You get the clinging on popcorn. Yeah, and and I mean, to be fair, they thought they were close. Like they didn't think anybody was gonna find them. They're just sitting there. So I mean, yeah, fuck it, right? Let's let's watch this bitch die, you know. And and your man, the the main Klingon, whatever his name is, Tolvok. Is that his name? No, no, uh, is it Vok? Vok. No, not Vok. Vok is the albino. Vok is the albino. Something Cole from the House Core. Okay, yeah, he's like he's got a he's got a clothing store. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Kenneth Cole. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Coles. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, (laughs) Coles. So he tells her, he's like, look. He slashes prices with honor. Yes. 20% off. And Cole basically says, like, well, after I kill you, I'll be the man because I will 
you know, I will avenge our God's death or whatever, you know, the whatever yeah. they consider him as. That's just more mumbo jumbo he can use yeah. to get more power. Yeah. Yep. So he's like, cool, all about it. And they fucking start fighting. And then while they're fighting, they're uploading all the information and crunching numbers and getting all the stuff that they need. So she fights a fucking Klingon yeah. in a knife for five fucking minutes. Yeah. yeah. That's that's badass. She's smaller yeah. and faster. All she has to, she's not trying to win. She just has to not lose, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but and still, then, that's still tough as Tottenham proved a couple weeks ago at fucking yeah. Old Trafford. <laughs> you know, it's still hard not to lose, you know? Yeah. And then uh, she does the badass, uh, what was it, the, that backwards fall off the balcony? And, yeah. Uh, as they lock in and beam everybody out. Before they, before they do, he grabs uh, uh, Philippa's fucking. Uh, a dog every her badge and fucking stabs him in the leg and falls back and poosh she's gone and then i mean the, the coolest scene in the whole episode is once they get all the information fucking Lorca puts in the eye drop so he can watch the explosion yeah. yes that, I, I told jenny when we were watching it i was like that was the the 23rd century equivalent of putting on the sunglasses and just yeah. his, his badass move. yeah he's like yeah this is going to get bright i gotta, and, I gotta no do he, re- he recorded that for later when he yeah. pulls out oh, the yeah. lotion and the yes. Kleenexes. He's like, oh, Dude, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that awesome. whole scene is just like, holy shit, like the slow-mo and like the eye drops and like when they come back on the bridge and Burnham's all busted up and you know, the fucking ship is exploding and the captain's, it's like a Michael Bay movie, dude, but in yeah. the best way possible, you yeah. know? like So they destroy the ship of the dead. They and, the dog. It. and the cool part is this is all happening and they're still like, 15 minutes left in the episodes so you're like wow yeah all right let's see what happens you know <laughs> well then the other thing though is that while this is happening though the crew gives off that excited uh you know like yeah kind of a thing yeah. where you know and i was reading about this where it's like throughout star trek we always get that reluctant victory where it's like yeah we killed all you know that crew and you know they they gave us no yeah. other choice blah 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 this was like you know his little pep rally talk before it's like hey when i got here you were a bunch of soft scientists and now you're a bunch of fierce warriors let's go kick some ass ah. and everybody's all like, you know get that blood fire going and uh, what is it stripes too <laughs> <laughs> bunch of fucking losers but yeah the eyedrop thing was amazing like that was yeah. so cool that, that was my favorite thing yeah. of the whole episode i knew something badass was about to happen and it did in slow motion <laughs> like it was yeah i got burnt to a crisp slow motion for me yeah. I love how they go back to the klingon bridge and they just see and he's like oh fuck and they don't yeah. blow up so but before they beam out though you can't forget the fucking lady the queen oh, yeah, yeah. As, the, as they beam out uh laurel jumps on uh lieutenant ash yeah and uh beams out with him which had to be so, an awkward landing and uh it's just so, foreplay. Yeah, you raped me a lot and stuff. This is kind of weird. <laughs> like, and here you are. Like, and he's back in shock. Yeah. And I've got a strange boner now. What the <laughs> hell is going on? No, now, that comes that comes later. What yeah. was your take on though the look that Lorca gave them? Because Jenny, I guess you got a weird vibe on when they were on the bridge, when they you know, Tyler and uh, Burnham come back to the bridge while the Klingon ship's blowing up and the captain turns around and looks at them. You were saying that there was like a, it was a weird look or. I don't remember. Like, you know, they, what did I say? Well, no, it was just like, (laughs) (laughs) no, it's just like, he kind of looked at them strangely. Like it was almost like a, what the fuck kind of thing. And I couldn't tell if it was because 
he was mad about something or if he was like, you know, it was very, I don't know. I didn't get a clear vibe on if he was I'll have to go back. I'll have to go back and watch that then. Yeah. Just, it, it's kind of an awkward look that he gives them. I honestly don't remember. Yeah. Maybe he's mad because they brought the Admiral and he knew that she was mad at him. Yeah. I don't know. I was hoping that she was going to be Yay, dead. you, you. Good job. Bringing that bitch back. Admiral. I fucking try to get rid of her. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking good job is what I said. Yeah. Because <laughs> we can say fuck on this show now. And then uh, do, they get cleaned up and, uh, you know, Burnham shows up at Ash's room, you know, so they can talk about his feelings and stuff. This is really, a really great scene. It, this was pretty intense. And uh, so basically he did what he had to do to survive and she's some kind of pervert. Chow down, bro. But yeah. what did he have to do though? Like that? Cause I mean like all the clips you see, like the cutting and the, well, that was the torture. Right. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I posted that on, uh, we can, you know, put it out public where we were trying to keep up with the torture scenes. And because my theory still, I, I yeah, they didn't look like torture theory, scenes. Right? They look like that, medical surgery. Yeah. Like maybe Voth yeah. getting changed into, uh, into a human. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Disappointing. Well, I was disappointed. Well, so I don't he, know. I don't. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense. If that's during, really what happened, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So that seems the, like what happened. I, yeah. I, I believe it, especially because we were watching uh, Trouble with Tribbles. Like it just happened to be on BBC America the other day, like the day before this Discovery episode came out, and I was yeah. like, they're onto this plan too. They this they put this episode on on purpose. You know, because on, if you remember that episode, Trouble with Tribbles, uh, the uh, commissioner's assistant or, you know, the guy from uh, Parent, not Parent Trap, uh, Patty Duke show, the dad from that show yeah. is some cling, uh, some Federation official who's trying to get grain to a planet and his assistant turns out to be a Klingon in disguise. Mm-hmm. A Klingon. He's a transformer. In disguise. Klingons in disguise. Yeah, but... Apparently, like, the they, there's thing. something more here with Tyler because he doesn't seem to like really remember being a Klingon. I feel like they well, like implanted there's, memories there's or some, something with him. Yeah, you got the mind ripper that the Klingons have used since the Toss days. So, but here's the other thing: is uh, there was an early episode. Oh, so maybe there were actually was an Ash Tyler, mm-hmm. and they took his memories and put it inside Voke's head. Yeah, so right. so that's why they That makes that makes a ton more sense. But see, yeah. the thing I'm, was, I'm okay that with that. Tying into Trouble with Tribbles, uh, an early episode. What was it, the first episode with Discovery? Captain Lorca has a Tribble. Yes. Right, and I had a problem with that because we're not supposed to, you know, see Tribbles, and plus they, you know, fucking have babies, and he's keeping it next to a, a bowl full of fortune cookies. Maybe it's dead Tribble. Well, that's the thing is when we see the, uh, the, 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 the man bear pig from space or whatever it was, <laughs> the space bear pig. Space bear pig. He, uh, but did Al Gore come and warn them about yeah, man bear pig? Tried. Half bear, half space, half pig. But, you know, the, the, the big water thing, uh, the water baby, whatever the fuck it was. Water uh, bee, it's like a water bear. The water bear. So in the lab where he's weaponizing everything, you can see where he's, he's basically gutted the triple. Yeah. Right. So he's, he's trying to, you know, experiment and find, you know, anything that he can weaponize. 
So he's killed the Tribble. What I'm going to do is I'm going to stick a piece of dynamite up this Tribble's ass and see if it becomes a weapon. How about that? Think that'll work? <laughs> what if we give the Tribble a laser gun? It will be a weapon then. Would that work? But see, the problem, right. though. What if we put spikes on the end of its fur? <laughs> Would that make it a weapon? We just throw it at people. Would that make it a weapon? No. So the problem, Fuck. though, is that he These had. fucking things are stupid. He had a Klingon detector. And it would have settled the problem of uh, Ash Tyler being a Klingon or not, because Tribbles have a very negative reaction to Klingons. Yeah, like that. So you might be a Klingon. I mean, you might. Or be I a might tribble. be a Tribble. Yeah. I am a disguised Tribble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have five kids, so this this theory holds. Uh, <laughs> and I do eat a lot, so I mean, this is all coming together. See, do you like that? How I how I did that. I, I never maybe I am a sleeper tribble. You're I did not proto tribble. You're an Ash Tyler tribble. <laughs> you have tri- you have tribble memories in your. I, I'm, I'm like I'm Ash Tribble. Yes. So yeah. anyway, he now besides his PTSD torture possible surgery scene, he recounts to Burnham, you know that he you know doing what he had to do to survive, which meant. Uh, Playing up to uh, Laurel and uh, getting raped by the Klingon yeah. multiple times. Yeah. And so that's when we see, you know, naked Klingon. Which is weird. Now, somebody had pointed out uh, in one of my favorite comments I read this week was, uh, you know what? The uniforms are different. The continuity is different. And I put up with all of it. But fuck you if I'm going to accept silk sheets on silk sheets on a Klingon bed. Sure. So I mean, because <laughs> you're this, really paying attention, dude. <laughs> it didn't fit they his were on fantasies. A bed? <laughs> well, Klingons sleep on hard slabs and don't. Well, maybe use, it's you know, maybe it's more torture for him. Maybe he's got like uh, sensory issues or something, or. Uh, she's just trying to make him feel comfortable. Maybe they're the like going to be rough. Or yeah. this is part of her human fetish. That's, That's what know. I was thinking. This is like uh, Klingon BDSM. Yeah. Like their whole thing goes the opposite way that human BDSM goes. <clears throat> like our BDSM is their regular stuff. Yeah. Their BDSM yeah. is like, like romantic rose petals. Stuff. Yeah, and we'll it's use like, some oh, I'm sheets. gonna fucking give you butterfly kisses. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, you monster. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she she was just straight up. Let me stroke guy. your hair. Ah, <laughs> so give you a nice foot massage. He, no. uh, now here's the thing, though, is that he he goes into uh, you know Burnham's asleep. He gets up from his nightmare, memory time, and goes down to the brig where they're holding her. And uh, yeah, it's not very conclusive that he's not a spy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what he is at this point, but it's yeah, still... and she's just telling that whole soon. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Yeah. I'm pretty sure now, especially when you mention like the mind ripper or whatever, I'm pretty sure he's vogue now because before so it didn't I, make I any sense that he would be able to cram and learn that much about the Federation In and come up months. with a good enough, a believable backstory yeah. Yeah. that where he could be on discovery now for a while as his chief of security nobody's like this guy doesn't know shit about earth you know <laughs> well, so that was the thing is that they i-r-t-h this guy's yeah. a fucking moron <laughs> well see that was the thing is that somebody uh and i disagreed with it but they were like well, yeah Lorca almost called him out on it because you know tyler said that he was from seattle but then Lorca's like actually you come from a small town just outside of seattle 
Yeah, well, yeah, I'm from a I'm yes. from a small tiny town outside of Charleston. I just tell people I'm from Charleston. Yeah, you just you say I'm from Somerville. Yeah. It's like, well, where's where Somerville? Like, and then yeah, it's a small town outside of Charleston. It's like yeah. well, I always tell people that I'm from uh, where are you from? Uh, Norfolk, because most people know where Norfolk, Virginia is. You don't go yeah. oh, from Hampton Roads because that just sounds like an idiot. Or yeah. you know, you just yeah, you, you pick the biggest city yeah. and just say you're from there. Well, see, I tell people I'm from Bluntsville all the time. That's because it's because there's nowhere in Alabama yeah. that people would immediately sure. know where you're talking. And plus, Bluntsville sounds cool. Like yeah. everybody yeah. gets high there. Or fucking yeah. Selma. Where are you from? I'm from Selma. Like, okay, I know where that is. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I just say I'm like from the DC area because yeah. there's enough area around. You can't say Baltimore. No. Ain't nobody claiming Baltimore. No. <laughs> I'd say Baltimore. Except Omar. Yeah, Omar. He, he gonna get you. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Um, but what was I going to say? Um, and then we also forgot all the stuff about the engineer because yeah. Uh, yeah. he tells. So after all those jumps, yeah, ooh. he tells right, Lorca, man. he's like, "I'm not doing it." He's like, "Dude, I'm fucking seeing all kinds of weird. I can see stars in three dimensions and shit like that. Like my brain is fucked up. Uh, I gotta get they they gotta look at me and examine me so they can try to get all the information they can get out of me because I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Well, and, see, before that though, um. Lorca's on the phone with the Admiral again yeah, on the hollow computer and uh, getting his orders. And he's like, hey, y'all need to come on back to Starbase because y'all got those algorithms processing. and got some metals and shit. We're going to hook it up. Yeah, it's going to take you nine hours to process that shit. So y'all come on back because you're important right now. And we're going to give you the Legion of Honor and we're going we're gonna to have a parade. And, <laughs> and the Admiral, she's going she's gonna to be okay because, you know, she's in surgery. So she's expected a full recovery. But but you come on back because nothing bad's gonna happen. We we got cake. They were they were totally <laughs> laying it on thick with everything's gonna be okay. So you knew so, something's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think anything was gonna happen. In my mind, this is just my naivete. I think the admiral won't sell him out because he saves her. No, no. My thing is, uh, it's like you're gonna need him back, but you had to trick him. It's like when, when I used to get a whooping when I was a kid and my granny would be... I like how your whoop. accent came in, too, for this whole part. You have to, and you're going to talk well, about his granny and whooping. It, well, she, whooping. She'd, she'd walk, you know, with the, the hickory stick behind her back and just be, you know, nothing's good. Just come, I ain't mad. Come on over. Because, well, yeah, if you, she told you you're about Bam! to get a whooping... See, I don't yeah. think he's going to get a whooping. Right. I think he's okay. I think he's good. No, they were going to give him a whooping. I think he's and so, and, you know, and so he comes down when he's telling Stamets about that, and 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 Stamets is like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Stamets. I'm done." Yeah. And so, and and blonde John Stamos is like, "Yeah, no more." And he's like, "Oh man, yeah, you know, they they were going to give me the Legion of Honor," and I was like, "Oh no, you give it to Stamets. He he's the one that deserves it." And and he he sacrificed so much for the crew. I just hope we make it back before the Klingons get here because we're just going to be going at warp. But, but I'm sure yeah, we'll but get there. See, every- but that's very presumptuous because I'm sure fucking uh, Lorca didn't think John Stamos would send him off to fucking Oz. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I think he, he was wanting his jump because that's the thing. If you watch, he overrides. He, he fucking fucks with the controls yeah, to make the jump. Yeah. And he did this. He didn't want to go home. Mm. He wanted one more jump so he could go somewhere else. And that's what happens because when they make that final jump, it's like, uh, you know, quantum leap. We don't know where we are. And mm. everybody bugs out and like, oh, shit. I didn't catch that. I have to go back. So, they're, so, all, they're all in bed with the governor's daughter and like, oh, how did I get here? So, oh so, goodness. Goodness. so Lorca <laughs> sent them to nowhere? 
somewhere the Calvin but, universe. It's the mirror universe. Yeah, he said that. I think he said he's. I think he sent him to the mirror universe because that's what the anomalies in these anomalies in in the in the universe are. These space and we don't know what they are. So so Lorca just sent him there to avoid being in trouble. Like isn't that going to make him in more trouble? Because the the big war that he wants to win with the ship is now in jeopardy because he's gone. So who knows what was he? Now. He probably wasn't trying to send him to a parallel dimension. He's probably just trying to send him off course. To where it busted he would time. have time. Yeah, but he's got to go back. But the, my point is, like, he's got to go back eventually. Like, it doesn't make sense for him to say, like. But maybe the Klingons will attack and destroy that space station with the Admiral on it. It won't be a problem anymore. <laughs> maybe that's the wreck. Maybe they jump through time, and all that wreckage was from Starbase Forty Six, and the Admiral's now dead, and it's mm. like, uh oh, well, too bad. Because part of the Whoopsies. fun. Part of the fun, like I mentioned that Lorca is kind of like Vic Mackey from The Shield, right? If you watch The Shield on FX, it's an older show from like 2001. Uh, Vic Mackey was a, a great police officer who was also a terrible cop because he was doing dirty shit. And part of the fun of watching The Shield was like, when was all this going to catch up with him? And he was always out in front of it. He was always ahead of it. I think some of the same you could say for Lorca. He's always kind of thinking two moves ahead. But, like, I don't know if one of his moves would be, I'm going to send this ship in the fucking mirror zone. Like, yeah. that seems a little too kind of, you know. Yeah. Now, do we want spoilers? Because I got spoilers. How can we get spoilers? There's not another uh, episode. There is another episode, and I got spoilers. Now, Did what you, do you watch it? How did you watch the other episode? There's nothing. There's nothing I haven't. I, I haven't watched it. It hasn't aired yet, but uh, I know things because I look at pictures. Then I don't want to know. Okay. So you're gonna tell us where the clitoris is? That's awesome. <laughs> he doesn't know. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was ruthless. I need to take That's my shirt awesome. off and spin it around for that one. Savage. <laughs> I hadn't got my hot take in yet today. Savage A. Yeah, I'm gonna get it later. I know. <laughs> that was double savage AF. Now, um, but so yes, but the thing is, like your man, uh, John Stamets falls out of the fucking uh, out of the spore drive. Ben, Ben, wake up! Yeah, Ben, sad. Back with us here, and he's all fucked up and sad, and his eyes are all wacky, and he's basically fried. So, like, I don't know if I don't know if Lorca would. I don't know. I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah. Now, see, I, the first thing I picked up from the eyes, though, is it made me think of the uh, original pilot of Kirk's era. Um. Not the original pilot, but the first. The cage? Uh, no, the first Kirk pilot. Okay. The salt, uh, salt vampire one? Well, no, that was the first episode aired. That was actually the sixth one. Damn, filmed. he just stole you, Ben. You, got okay. this. you were a fucking dummy, just, son. Which one was it, Ben? You're, there's so many qualifications to this. It's hard to keep track you know, of The second you're... pilot filmed was Where No Man Has Gone Before. Okay. And it's where they go to the edge of the uh, galaxy Mm-hmm. And yeah. Gary uh, gets the uh, Gary Mitchell gets the tinfoil eyes, and he can he was godlike powers and all that shit. Let me let me let me lay this on you, bro. Are you ready for this fucking hot take? Fucking John Stamets becomes the fucking traveler, bro. Boom! Oh, right, like shit. <laughs> the fucking traveler, son. Three fingers. He's got. He gonna get three fingers, and he gonna see because he sees the galaxy and all of its fucking splendor and glory, and can do whatever. He's the fucking traveler, son. Boom, right there. 
<laughs> it's not true, but it's fun to think about. I like it. No, I like know? it. I mean, if we're throwing out fucking any kind of yeah. weird, he a traveler. I've I've seen pictures and uh, he's not the traveler. Yeah, does he have the, three fingers? Well, here's the thing. The Just next tell ep- us. Is he the traveler? No. <laughs> is he doing the, the shocker? The, the next. Here's the thing. The next episode <laughs> was directed by uh, Jonathan Frakes. Ah, that's cool. Okay, so, so, so it's space station will blow up, and there's, there's gonna be some. That's what all the wreckage is. There's gonna be yeah. some. I just want to spoil some, it. There's gonna be some legs up on stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Through the whole episode. Everybody, no, 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 that's not good. Put your leg up on something. What the fuck are you talking? Just do it. I'm the director. (laughs) I direct you to put your leg up on stuff. Put it right up here, right up my shoulder. We'll see. I mean, what's my character's motivation for doing that? No, no, no. You don't need motivation. Your character's motivation for doing that is your feet are tired, so you want to put it up on something and relax a little bit, but still be on duty. You know what I'm saying? Put your fucking foot up. Whoa, 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 Captain, Captain, how the hell did you just sit down? <laughs> you don't have a chair, put your foot up on something. You, you go over, leg <laughs> over the chair and sit. There sweep you go. Sweep the leg. Yeah, sweep like, the leg. Him and Let's fucking, sweep. him and, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, shit, from a different world. Because he always sat backwards on the chair, but he always wrapped his leg over. Same thing, same same thing. Dwayne Wade? Yeah, same yeah, no, Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade is the basketball player. Yeah. yeah. That always messed me up when I first started right. hearing about the basketball player. I was like, are, yeah. are, did, did the character come anyway? I'll tell you what, though, I'm excited for the I'm excited for the next eight or nine episodes or whatever. I think the show's great. I really mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. So it, can people contact me for the spoilers? Because I don't want to spoil it for Jenny if she doesn't want to hear it. Well, you said I they, just walk out of the room. Wait, did you just have to tell somebody? Is that what? It is? I, it's it's killing. Why don't you scream screaming into a pillow? Right, well, tell me, I want to know. Do should I get up and walk? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fine. I, no, no, come Fine. back, come back when I tell them. But and we'll we'll tell Ben where the clitoris is. <laughs> okay, thank know. you. I'm not sure. I have to get some pictures. <laughs> ben, tell us if she says we're right. Some medical documents. It's at the bottom. I think it's at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bottom of what? <laughs> All right, tell, them, tell them the secret. Okay, okay. Because I, I, I don't really. So, do you not want to know either? I want to know. I want to know. Okay. 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 So the the listeners who don't want to know needed to now. Okay. They probably already have. To be fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. The password. I mean, they're still they're still laughing about that Bernie Mac joke that you told. <laughs> the password is clitoris. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. So I uh, they released some uh, pictures, right? And Captain Lorca is, you know, propped up in the captain's chair and whatever. And it's he's in civilian clothes because this is a, a photo shoot and interviews and everything. Yeah. But in the background, on the commissioning plaque, instead of USS Discovery like it has been all season, it's ISS Discovery. No. And the, in so the, it's mirror universe. Then. The Starfleet emblem has been changed to the uh, Terran Empire emblem. Interesting. So yeah, so yeah, that so is the correct. That's cool. I, I mean, yeah, I kind of figured. I kind of figured. I kind of knew that was going to happen anyway. Once they once they were looking at the map, that's why I made sure to bring it up during the recording well, where they said these anomalies. Like it's fucking mirror universe. They're going. Well, the the, the, the going theory though is that Lorca is actually from the mirror universe. And so when he said, let's go home, and that's why he's such a militant and, 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 and conniving borderline evil. You know evil. what? I would be totally a, But a, how, would, how would he be a captain? In because he took, he took the real Lorca's place. And that's why when- A lot of real uh, Lorca's place is taken. I'm not- 
Well, no, because the admiral we, said after after that when, battle, the, you you changed the, completely. You're a completely yeah. different person. Remember, she's saying that when yeah, they sat together. Because, I mean, a bunch of people fucking died, and it changed uh, his whole. Or he's another person. I will right, we'll see. I don't know. It's kind of neat, see, though. This is this is so. That's his go home. We may have not even met the real Captain Lorca yet. What if real Captain Lorca is me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Marka is Vogue. I don't know. I don't know. But right, well, yeah, tell, so Jen, tell Jenny to come back. All right, hold on a second. Let me let me get her back. All right. Then when she comes back, we're just gonna tell her everything Ben just said. We'll just fucking yes. trigger. <laughs> I can't believe it, Jenny. She's she's uh, she's coming back. All right. Ben, chips. The Rizza. Jenna, you can come back to the show now. You, Raekwon the chef. You replace the crew with the Wu Tang. That would be awesome. All nine members. Why can't they do a Wu Tang episode? Why can't they? Well, I mean, first, I think the Wu Tang Clan would have to be verified Star Trek fans, and I'm not really. I know they like comics. I don't know if they're into Star Trek. Do you think they'd be more of a Star Wars fan? Because of their obsession with uh, the martial arts, and that's more of a Star Wars type thing. No, I don't know. I, don't know. I think fandom is different. I bet Method Man, Method Man might might watch some Star Trek. You know what? We'll ask him on Twitter. Well, isn't yeah. he? Uh, I will tweet at Ghostface. Be like, "Yo, Ghost, what do you think of Disco?" And they will be like, "Oh, that shit's fly, son. Burnham's hot to death." <laughs> I'll tweet at him. See what happens. Yeah. But honestly, disco—the fact that disco is catching on—is has made me very happy. And I'm totally getting one of those shirts. I'm going to ask for Christmas or something. Right, this so great. Sh- sh- okay, we won't back. say anything. She's back. Should I leave again? No, no you're, you're good. You're good. Welcome. welcome back to the program, Jenny Zell. <laughs> yes. So Thanks. There you go. Thanks for having me back. So, what did you guys think of the episode then? Um, and the cool part is, again, when we get to this episode, when it's time to review, but we'll just replay this one from yeah. however many years ago, so we can take that week off. So, hey, yeah. hey, there you go, guys. <laughs> Free vacation. So what do you think, Dennis? Dennis, I'll ask you. What do you oh, think? What are we, how do we, because Deep Space Nine, we do yeah, a we one haven't, to nine we scale. Haven't. What's our disco scale? I guess how many just, mirror balls do we give this? <laughs> at the disco? One yeah. out of five? I guess or, we I mean, can say. How many verses of Staying Alive do we get? <laughs> how many Bee Gees? Is this one BG? Well, no, it's the Fuji's version. Yeah, yeah. How many that's what they were bears. playing at the party. Yeah, they were playing that at the party, which is, again, good for Wyclef. I'm glad he's still getting paid. Like the, the Jean family. Croswell. Yeah, good for him. I mean, I was like, wow. 300 years later. I was like, man, because nobody gives a fuck about this song now. It's weird that it comes back 300 years later, so that's cool. Uh, I don't know, just 1 to 10, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I give it a 10. It's pretty good. All right. Well, 10's not pretty good. 10 is excellent. Like 10 is that's, <laughs> yeah. that's best of both Your worlds. scale is fucked up. I have, no, I have no problems with it. Right. I think it's pretty darn good. All right. Well, well ben, ben, what do you say since you object the most? I, I think I'm going to give it eight water bears. Eight water bears. All right. Eight water bears. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I think it's good, but I think uh, in three, four years, we're going to look back and go, wow, disco got so much better. 
second and third season. Well, that's fine, but I mean, we have to judge it in the moment. We have to judge it's him not, only now. You just want to wait. Of his you just want to wait. I just bad mouth the show. That's all. It's, you've gone too long saying it's good. You're like, man, you know what? <laughs> when is an eight? Is when eight this is a bad, bad mouth? Man, I'm breaking your balls, buddy. Give it a break. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you say, Jenny? On the scale of one to ten, water bears. Ben just made the scale. Oh, water bears. Yes. Uh, I was going to give it nine shrooms, but I guess I'll give it nine, <laughs> nine water sp- bears. No, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to give it 8.5 spores, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. We all have different ratings. I don't know what they mean, but whatever. <laughs> it means it was a good episode. Well, yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to um january if you're not watching this show i'm telling you you're making a big fucking mistake yeah. i know i know like you got, they probably shouldn't have listened to this episode even well, i mean i'm just <laughs> if they got this far in it i'll even put that in the in the pod description if you're not watching this show you're making a mistake i know you got to pay for it but you know what you got to pay for everything baby in this life that we live in and it's really really great like it's a really great show you know, I saw Daryl, our friend of ours, uh, Daryl Taylor, who appeared on the show a few times, and he does another Trek podcast called Go Trek Yourself. He mentioned, and I kind of agree with him, that this is like kind of, I guess, groundbreaking sci-fi. Like it's kind of going in that direction. You know, it's, oh. it's got a good vibe to it. Uh, historic moment in this episode. Uh, the first Klingon man titties. No. Well, yeah, that too. First the topless titties, episode. They, they look hard. They look real hard. They were rough. Yeah. Uh, but it was also the first man-on-man uh, kiss. I thought that was nice. And I, part of it, too, I was like, man, I bet the people that are Christian Star Trek fans fucking hate this shit. But good. it's but, 22 years. Well, for Star years, Trek, are you saying? For Star Trek. And it's okay. uh, 22 years after the first woman-on-woman kiss on Star Trek. Yeah, I bet nobody complained about that one, baby. It was like, yeah, that's hot. Was it? Oh. It was it was probably what's her face? Um uh six of nine or whatever her name is. Was, was it Dax it kissing uh somebody? Yeah. yeah. Can't wait till that episode. So that's coming up soon then, because we're in nineteen ninety five right now. Are you saying that Dax be sucking on fucking Troy's titties, Jack? <laughs> I'm not gonna give away anything for the listeners who haven't caught up yet. But Dax is fine. I'm not gonna lie to you. She good she's a good looking woman. Yeah. I wanna see you now. I want to see if those spots go all the way down. Yeah. And Who I'm knew gonna, a line like that would work? And I'm, Well, it does when Riker's directing, and I'm going to masturbate in front of you. <laughs> That's my fish. That's, That's disgusting. It's called the Louis C.K. by Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. All right, everybody. Well, that's Discovery. That's the, the fall finale. I, I will say this. I hate the fall finale. Like I, I hate the concept of it. It fucking makes me mad. Just keep going. Like, why do I gotta wait a month and a half? I fucking hate it. So we it. can get another two months of pay. I don't know who invented the fall finale. Like, I don't know where it came from as an idea in television, but whoever it is sucks. I hate it. All right. So that's it, everybody. Yay. Good job. Yay. We'll be back. And actually, you know what? We're gonna take next week off because it's a holiday. So we'll be back mm. in We'll be back in two weeks. Because, I mean, who's going to want to record? We got to give thanks. Yeah, who wants to record a week, you know, the day before Thanksgiving? Yeah. I, you know, so we're going to take, take a week off. If you don't like it, fuck. I believe that's the, uh, the biggest party night of the year, isn't it? That's what, that's what they've been saying since I was <laughs> – it never worked out that way. Yeah. No. Not Nobody, a lot of listeners that's on the, Thanksgiving. That's the joke. We'd be like, oh, it's the biggest party night of the year. Nobody ever came out. Yeah. 
All the bars, though. It's the biggest The loneliest remotes. It's going to be the craziest shit ever, man. This place is going to be nuts. You want and fucking nobody. And that's the <laughs> drunkest nights of the year because you're like, there's fucking four people in this bar. I got to get as fucking drunk as I could possibly be so I can imagine lots of fun here. <laughs> Maybe that's what the bartenders meant, though, because, you know, the people doing the remotes are so depressed, they, they drink enough to have made it. Mm-hmm. Bob, this is going to be the your drunkest <laughs> night of the year. It's the most is profitable it, night of the year. fucking the Tuesday already? All right. So, there you go. Good job, everybody. Well done. And uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, salute. Salute.